She's country. And he's cooter. Catapulting your life to the next level. Hello, Cooter and Country listeners. Welcome to your Biblical Wellness and Natural Health Life Coaching Session. Today, we're going to talk about healing. As not only the United States, but we need healing. All the other nations all over the world need healing in these perilous times. So we're going to talk about healing physically and emotionally. Turn with me to Isaiah 53, 5. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes, we are healed. This is the prophet Isaiah speaking on Jesus. And this is in the old covenant before the new covenant. And in the new covenant, Turn to Peter 2.24, 1 Peter 2.24, who his own self bear our sins in his body upon the tree that we, having died unto sins, might live unto righteousness, by whose stripes we were healed. In the new covenant, we were healed. So he, he came, Jesus came, died, and rose again so that we can be healed. Yes, folks, Jesus came, he died so that we might live. He became sin. He took our sin so we may live a holy life, a righteous life through him. He became brokenhearted so our hearts will be healed. Psalm 147.3, he heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. Our pain isn't hidden from God. Rather, he offers us relief and healing if we show him our brokenness and invite him into the pain. That is from lightworkers.com. And also, Jesus came to heal the brokenhearted and to set the captives free. Amen. Revelation. 21 verses 3 and 4 mm-hmm. and I heard a great voice out of the throne saying behold the tabernacle of God is with men and he shall dwell with them and they shall be his peoples and God himself shall be with them and be their God and he shall wipe away every tear from our eyes and death shall be no more neither shall be there be no mourning no crying no pain mm-hmm. anymore the first things are passed away. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hold on. Hey, hey, hey. Hallelujah. So, folks, if you've been living in the darkness, yeah, yeah. Come on into the light. But Jesus said, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, Kuda, take it away.
Take it away, Cooter. Thanks, Country. That reminds me of my favorite scripture. One of my favorites. It's like in the top five. It's Revelations 20 and verse 4. And I saw thrones, and they sat upon them. And judgment was given unto them. And I saw the souls of them that were beheaded for the witness of Jesus. And for the word of God, and which had not worshipped the beast, neither his image. Neither had received his mark upon their foreheads or in their hands. And they lived and reigned with Christ a thousand years. And that's coming, folks. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something the church has missed. See, the church is all about what looks like good on the outside. And Peter said, let me tell you something. The Bible says, <clears throat> don't, even, don't even look like evil. Wickedness. You know where that is? You know what I'm talking about? country no okay there's a thing don't even have the appearance of evil but in acts chapter 2 peter says peter has to say oh hey time out everybody hey whoa hey let me tell you something why am i talking about acts chapter 2 uh because it's pentecost it is sunday may 31st so, Peter's like, hey, these are not drunk as you suppose. No, rather, but this is prophesied by the prophet Joel. And everybody's like, well, uh, we see fires above people's heads and there's like 3,000 of us. Is it coincidence? Let's not use the word coincidence. Honestly, this is uh, this is not a unbiblical or unbelieving podcast. Okay, <laughs> you see, <clears throat> when Moses led Israel out of Egypt, the Hebrew nation, all Hebrews, came out of bondage, slavery. You name it. Basically what we're living in under since uh, FDR and Woodrow Wilson. For goodness sakes. Okay, we're in a point of let my people go. And it might look like racism. It might look like this or that. But this is the same stuff that the American founders fought. But long story short. They're not as drunk as you suppose. When the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. It sounds like a lot what's going on in the United States right now in the big cities. They are fed up. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. And they appeared unto them cloven tongues like as a fire, and it sat upon each of them. 
And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Holy Spirit gave them utterance. And there were dwelling at Jerusalem Jews, devout men, out of every nation under heaven. Now when this was noised abroad, the multitude came together and were confounded, because that every man heard them speak in his own language. Did you know God wants to talk to you personally on the level that, like like all those silly jokes that we make, we think our best friends are going to get. God likes to speak to us on that intimate kind of a level. The Holy Ghost does, for sure. It's very special. Seven. And they were all amazed and marveled, saying one to another, Behold, are they... Are not all these which are speak Galileans? And how hear we every man in our own tongue, wherein we were born? Parthenians, and Medes, and Elamites, and the dwellers in Mesopotamia. That sounds like that sounds like vagrants. <laughs> The dwellers in Mesopotamia, <clears throat> the land between two rivers, right? And in Judea, in Cappadocia, in Pontus, in Asia, Phrygia, Phrygia, and Pomphylia, what is it? Pomphylia, and Egypt, and in parts of Libya, about Cyrene, and strangers of Rome, so, Jews and proselytes. Yeah, so basically, could the day of Pentecost, the disciples, 120 people, were waked up in the upper room like Jesus told them to do. And they prayed. Peter was leading. And then the Holy Spirit came down from them like fire on high on their heads. That's right. And everybody spoke in diverse tongues. Praise Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. All right, folks, so we talked about the kingdom of darkness and the kingdom of light. One wants to steal, kill, and destroy, and one, Jesus, wants you to have life and life more abundantly, John 10, 10. But first, you had to receive his salvation and come to him. Cooter, lead the folks into the way of salvation. Let's talk about the way. Let's talk about salvation. Let me tell you something. If you have not accepted Jesus as Lord, um, you got to understand Jesus was reviled by all the religious people of his day. And <clears throat> he had disciples, he had followers. But history tells us that two, no, no, no. It was like a third of the world's population within the 60 years of his, after his death died as martyrs. Now, you don't die believing in something. And, and these aren't old people alone. These are kids. These are grown people. These are teenagers. These are people who are wealthy. A third of the world's 
population died within the 60 years after he rose from the dead. That does not just randomly happen. That is a lot of people giving their life for Jesus. And if you haven't given your life for Jesus, you really are you really are on a losing side of life. Okay? Because first of all, Jesus created you. According to the Psalms. All right? Jesus did not come here to judge you. Okay? In fact, in John 9 and 39, Jesus says, For judgment I came into this world that they might see not, that they would see me not, uh, see not, might see, and they that would see might be made blind. <clears throat> He's not here to judge you. Okay. He's, he's here to judge the people that are self-righteous. All right? John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. <clears throat> 17. For God sent... Not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Jesus is the son of a father who so loved the world that he said, you know what? The most precious thing that I have, I'm going, I'm willing to give that up so that I could save the world. That's you. And that's me, Cooter. That's country. That's our country. That's your country. Now listen. There's so much more at stake here. But you've already been paid for. As the book of James explains, Jesus did not just pay for your sins that you would ever do in your life. The word says that Jesus became sin. So whoever goes to hell now is not going to hell for sin because that's already been paid for. That's not up for debate. As far as God, the creator of the universe, is concerned. What's up for debate is, are you going to choose life or are you going to choose death? Are you going to choose Jesus or are you going to choose yourself? Amen. So yes, folks, commit your life to Jesus. Tell him come into your heart and you make make you make him your Lord and Savior and walk in the light. And to do that country, someone all all they have to do is say, Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I believe that you sent your son to this earth. To pay the price and to die for my sin. And I don't want to take that blood for granted. I believe you did send your son. And I want to know him. 
and I want to make him my Lord right now so that he can remove fear and he can remove sin and he can remove death from my life and I can welcome the Holy Spirit into my life which you sent to me as a comforter in Jesus name Amen Amen and if you said that prayer Stay in the Word, find you a good Bible-based congregation, and you can always reach us at daltonteam100 at gmail.com. That's daltonteam100 at gmail.com. And now that you receive salvation, it's time to ask God for the filling of the Holy Spirit. Matthew 7, 11. If ye then been evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children. God's talking to the children of darkness. How much more shall your Father who is in heaven give good things to them that ask him? Our Father, the children of light, to give us good things. Yes, folks, let's ask the Lord for the receiving of the filling of the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues. Go into your prayer closet and verbally worship the Lord. Thank him, praise him, and let the rivers of living water flow out of the depths of your belly. And we will start with you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for forgiving me of my sins. Thank you for having mercy on me. And he's Cooter, catapulting your life to the next level.